I've always wanted to be an architect. I always wanted to be an architect. Oh my God. I have always wanted to be an architect. I've always wanted to be an architect. I've always wanted to be an architect. I've always wanted to be an architect. So I always wanted to be an architect. And if you ask my friends from elementary school, they will tell you the same thing. So here's a typical conversation that I have now as an adult at a party. Hello, what do you do? I'm a doctor. What do you do? I'm an architect. They say, oh, wow, what do you do? What kind of architecture do you do? Mostly commercial, a little bit of residential high end, but mostly commercial. Oh, wow. I always wanted to be an architect. If I had a dime for every time somebody told me that, I would not be an architect. <laughs> and that's the truth. However, I love being an architect. I really do. The real truth behind being an architect is that as much as I love it, it is fairly difficult. But the key to architecture and to having a successful architectural firm is or are the relationships that we create. And those relationships run the gamut of our own employees, contractors, other clients that we have, and different even organizations for us because we do a lot of nonprofit work. So those relationships are what this podcast is about and why we chose to start this podcast so that we could explain to our audience and to the listeners more about those relationships so people understand what it takes to be an architect and why even I chose to be one in the first place. So each month, we'll be interviewing somebody in our industry. Each episode is really intended to be simply a candid conversation like I'm having with you right now. It'll last around 30 minutes or so. And we will talk about those relationships, how we as architects interact with contractors, how we interact and how we get to know our clients, how I and or my employees even learn to work together so that we can provide a successful project for our clients and with our contractors. So the purpose of this podcast is not only to present all of that to our listeners, but also to give our interviewees the opportunity to promote themselves. And that was a big part of this idea, is to give them a platform to talk about themselves, whether it's their own organization, uh, if they're a nonprofit, it's a perfect platform, whether they're a construction company, and it gives them an opportunity to create video or audio for themselves to use for marketing, or even for the client who wants to just talk and have a conversation with an architect that they have now created a relationship with. And hopefully, the listeners will get a good sense of what we do and what architects provide to our society, really, with these relationships that we create and that we look for. And that we enjoy having. So why are you doing this? Why did you start this podcast? 
I started this podcast for a few reasons. One was because I have written a tremendous amount of information and thoughts on paper through my newsletter and through my blog post. And we thought it would be an interesting transition to go from writing on paper to speaking and talking in audio format. Two, we've generated a lot of relationships <laughs> over the years with different types of clients. And I thought it would be an interesting concept to interview them. That's really what it came down to. I mean, I, I, I always said that I wanted to create something that was fun, that was enjoyable. I found that, that, that other podcasts out there specifically for architecture were geared more towards architects. And I wanted to create something that was geared more towards everybody that wasn't an architect, whether that was clients and developers and owners and restaurateurs and nonprofit organizations, potentially, or even people that are thinking about or even just wondering what architects do. You know, I've been an architect for 28 years, but I would say that a lot of people don't know what architects really do. And I thought this was an opportunity to try to provide a platform for people to hear what it really takes to be an architect. And, you know, there is a difference between commercial architecture and residential architecture and architects. So, you know, I don't know if this, if I would have chosen, if I would have chosen to do a residential a podcast about residential architecture, then it would have been very specific where commercial architecture isn't and has much more uh, fluidity and, and much more interesting platforms to, to have conversations about sometimes. And it crosses over a lot of different topics and a lot of different types of people even. I mean, though you have similarities between residential and commercial, commercial just is, is broader. And I thought a podcast for me, because we focused on commercial architecture, was a perfect opportunity to expose and to present all of those different ideas and different experiences. You mentioned relationships. So just in broad strokes, answer the question, why do you want to focus on those relationships? Why is that important for architects to talk about? So the reason I want to focus on relationships is because I think there's two things that make any business successful. One is communication and one is management. And I think both communication and management cultivate relationships. If you're doing both of those well, then you're creating decent relationships. And in architecture, what I have found is that no project succeeds without a good relationship between each of the different parties and ultimately our guests without having a good relationship. It just has to be there. And to me, that is the interesting part of architecture. That is the interesting component that makes architecture so fascinating. And I would bet that most architects say the design is. But for me, I personally think the relationship is almost more important 
and more interesting than the design. I've said a hundred times, I think anybody has the ability to design anything, whether you like it or you don't, or whether the subjective quality of design is, you know, you, you could argue about the subjective quality of design and whether somebody knows what they're doing or not. But I have met many people that have no architectural design de- uh, background or degree, and they can design pretty well. The thing that is hard to do, and the thing that that makes a project, I think, the most successful is if you have good relationships. And the projects that we hear about that don't go well typically come back to the not-so-good relationship between the client or the contractor and the architect and the engineers and the and the all the consultants or whomever. So I think at the crux of a good successful project is a good successful relationship. And that's why I'm interested in exposing and presenting those to, to our audience and giving our guests the opportunity to explain that from their side as well, not just my side, not just from the architect's side, but from both perspectives and having those discussions about why relationships are so important in architecture. What do you want your guests to get out of this experience? If a guest said to me, what am I going to get out of this experience? My answer to them would be, one, I hope that you walk away from this understanding a little bit better of what architects do. Or if you're a listener that happens to be considering a project, I hope you walk away from this podcast saying, hmm, I need to make sure that the relationship that I have with my architect is good. And understanding the different types of relationships that are inherent to any project. So... There is a relationship between the architect and the contractor. There is a relationship between the architect and the engineers. There should be a relationship between the architect and the owner. There should never be a disengagement or a pitting of one versus the other in any type of architectural project or in any type of development. And I think often there is a stereotype and a stigma that goes along with development projects or architectural projects where there's this sort of expectation that architects are over here and contractors are over here and I'm the owner and I'm up here. And then there's those engineers and consultants that I don't want to know about. And then there's the building department that I just want you know to not hear what's going on about. And I just want my permit and I just want my, my project to come in on budget and cost. And in reality, in order to get that project on budget and on schedule, it takes a lot of relationships and a lot of time and a lot of effort to make those relationships as successful as possible to get to that end point. And I really hope that people listening to this walk away understanding that and understanding how difficult it is But when it's done properly and it's done well, and it's done with effort, this isn't effortless. This whole 
process of developing a project, whether you're talking about a small residence or you're talking about a multi-use, large, $100 million project, they all stem from good relationships that made them as successful as they are. And if they are not successful, it's because of the relationships. It's typically not because of the design. (laughs) So that's what I want. I want people to walk away going, huh, wow, that is a really interesting career. That is a really interesting field. And now I understand that it takes more than just really good design. It takes relationships. That's very good. What are you hoping to get out of this process, out of doing this podcast? What's in it for you? So I'm hoping to get out of this actually fun. And and that sounds simple, maybe. And that sounds, um, I don't know, maybe even cliche. I don't know. But I, I'm honestly just hoping that I enjoy this and I have fun. It is something different that I've never done before. It is something that I think um, maybe has a niche that you know our listeners could be interested in. And, and, and I think that's really it. I, in fact, I don't have expectations that this is going to like launch my career in podcasting. Like I'm going to be the next Joe Rogan or something. I am more interested in, in adding another dimension to my life in a way and to my career that gives me something to look back on and listen to and enjoy as I'm doing it. And to be glad and proud that I did it and that I maybe have had some impact on people's lives. But honestly, I think it's more because I'm just, I just want to enjoy myself and enjoy. And I enjoy talking to people, which I always have. And I, I can't say that I've been in the interview mode, you know, very often. My, both my sons, I think, are um, more in that in that world or in that interest where they enjoy talking and interviewing, at least my older son, uh, Cy. But I I think that was inspiring to me in a way to see him focus on that a little bit and to say, huh, maybe that is something I could do. But I know that it stems from me feeling comfortable talking to people and feeling comfortable about talking about my experiences and being open about it and being truthful about it. I think that's that's a, a big part of this is that I just saw it as a platform and an opportunity to enjoy myself and to be open and to be truthful and to be and to provide some interesting experiences or interesting stories that listeners may may enjoy. So I would say one of the other hopeful advantages or results of this opportunity that we're creating is by interviewing these people that all of them I happen to like very much. And I happen to have had good relationships with and have had good experiences with. But hopefully, through this podcast, I will deepen those relationships with them and grow the relationship that we already have and hopefully even find out something different about them. <laughs> and they may find something different about me. And I think, again, I, you know, at this point in my career, I think that what else should we be doing, right? I mean, there's, there's something extremely satisfying about, about talking to people about their experiences, telling stories, and giving listeners the opportunity to 
hear other people's stories and even potentially watch the growth of a relationship in the podcast. I think that's what probably the best podcasts do is that the interviewer and the guest, you can see that relationship with them. It's not about just interviewing somebody that walked off the street or interviewing somebody that they don't know each other. I think the best interviews and the best podcasts that have interviews, the listener, if it's audio or, or the, the, the watcher, if it's video, can see that relationship growing even <laughs> and can see the relationship between the two and can appreciate it and, and enjoys it and, and likes it. You know, So I, I think that's hopefully something that will come out of this. For the guest, the best result, depending on sort of what exactly they are. So if they are a nonprofit organization, I think the best result is to give them an audio clip that, that allows them to use it for their own purposes on their website or for marketing purposes. That's really, I think, what any nonprofit should use it for and can use it for. And I see this as an opportunity to give to them to do just that. For a business or for an owner, one, I think it gives them the ability to, to talk about themselves, which a lot of people just enjoy doing. But also for a business, it again gives them an opportunity to use it for marketing. Even if it's as simple as, you know, our employees, our ex-employee was interviewed on the Schimberg Group. You know, I always wanted to be an architect podcast. Perception is everything. And nobody may know who what my podcast is, but if you can say this this person was interviewed on a podcast, that's pretty cool. So I think that that would be a, a good result for, for my guests. For listeners, I hope the result can be that they learn something about our field, that they feel more comfortable with our field, because I think a lot of people still don't get it or don't understand how much goes into being an architect. So I hope they, they walk away understanding it more. And like I said before, if, if they are even considering starting a project or, or developing a piece of property, if we ultimately get called and get that project from this podcast, then that's a pretty successful endeavor. So to subscribe, visit theshimberggroup.com backslash podcast, or you can look us up on your favorite podcast platform. So if you have any specific questions or any, any comments, that you'd like to either have us answer or to give about an episode, you can always contact us at info at